Now, the parents of children in Tusla registered childcare settings should see a 25% reduction in their childcare costs because of new government subsidies which came into effect this week. But childcare providers have raised concerns that the new subsidies come with large administrative burdens which could ultimately prove to be too costly for some of them to implement. Elaine Dunn is from the Federation of Early Childhood Providers, which claims to represent 1,400 independent childcare providers, and she's on the line now. Elaine Dunn, good afternoon. Welcome to the programme. Thank you so much. Good afternoon. Um, under the, the, the scheme, as I understand it, which came into effect uh, this week, uh, the government has increased the subsidy per child by 90 cent per hour, which should result in an annual reduction in childcare fees of a little over €2,000 per child uh, for, for parents who have children in childcare facilities run by Tusla. Have all of your members signed up to this scheme? No, they have not. Um, there's still a, a large number of providers haven't signed up and it is down to the fact that the administration burden is too much on us. We're already overworked and for a lot of the small services, we don't have an administration person hired to do the work. So we're doing the work outside of work hours and we're working weekends as well. That there's an awful lot of work involved in administering the NCS, which I am finding out this week because I've actually signed up for it starting mm. um, next week and I have to hire someone to do it. I'm a teacher on the floor. I don't have the time to sit back and do it. I have 120 children. There's no way I, I can do this on my own. I did not sign up to core funding. So I get no administration fee from government whatsoever. And there's about 800 other services in the sector that are in the same boat. Um, and also just to add that there are also full day care providers now pulling out of core funding as we speak. And can you explain, what, explain the, the nature of this administrative burden that you're talking about? So, first of all, you have to help the parent get on and get a chick to, uh, their chick code. Which So, their chick code is how we find out how much money they're entitled to. Then we have to go on and we have to try and register the child. And we have to input it into this um, system called the Hive. The Hive is not always working correctly. If there's a large number of us, volume of people on the Hive, it, it breaks down. You may not get all of your returns done in time. You don't get your returns done in time. You take the risk of not getting paid the money for that child. Changing the chick code, um, if a family circumstances change, if a wage is brought down or a wage is increased, there's a change in that. Change, um, there's if there's an increase in the NCS, that results in new contracts for the parents and the calculations for the child. So there's a lot more involved. And if you have 120 children in your service and something changes, then you take the hit if you don't get it right or if the parent doesn't stay on top of their chick code and know that there are changes that can happen two or three times a year. And if they don't stay on top, we don't get paid, then we have to get the parents to pay. It's a it's a mess. It, it really is quite messy for us. It's quite easy for the parents, but for us on the other side. Uh, and I presume we, there's an expectation, um, Elaine Dunn, that parents um, will see this, this cost-saving um, uh, materialise you know, this month, uh, if that, from what you're saying, that, that that may not necessarily happen. No, it, it may not necessarily happen for the parents. And this is one thing government haven't looked at properly. They haven't looked at the administration burden because they haven't spoken to the people on the ground. They only do it from there, what they think is really happening. They haven't worked with us. There hasn't been a research done on that either. So it, it's all, look, it's a bit of a mess for us because we're trying to work on the floor. I, we are small and medium service providers, independent providers who work within the federation. 
we don't have the capacity or the funding to hire administration people. So it's putting us under an awful lot more pressure. We saw mental health taking a huge dip again at Christmas time for these small ECC services who didn't have money to pay their staff, haven't taken a wage since September of last year because there isn't enough funding coming in now from government. These services are giving notice to parents as we speak. Six months notice that their service is closing, absolutely gone. Uh, at the end of June and nobody is paying any notice to this. Parental choice is going to diminish absolutely and nobody is listening to us. We sent in data to the department. We sent in data to our minister. They don't believe our data. We are now trying to get somebody else to come in and help us to gather the data yet again to then put it back out to the government. It's a mess. All right, Elaine Dunn from the Federation of Early Childhood Providers. Thank you for talking to us today. Coming up after the break, former HSE boss Tony O'Brien on fixing overcrowding in emergency departments.